Shabbos, everybody. Ezra Hashem will discuss a little bit about Shabbos Kodesh. We are now in the midst of receiving the Shabbos. We know that Arab Shabbos All of Erev Shabbos, especially in the afternoon of Erev Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos, the holiness of Shabbos, and the beauty of Shabbos starts to penetrate the world and every one of us, Bezer Hashem. So, Dover Matoif, to discuss a little about Shabbos Kodesh, how to appreciate Shabbos, and most important, how to utilize Shabbos, and to absorb from Shabbos as much as we can. Now, the most important thing, if we want to utilize something, is to understand what it's all about. The reason why many of us don't know how to use the Shabbos, how to appreciate the Shabbos, and how to really absorb greatness and beauty from Shabbos, is because we don't understand the Shabbos. And we don't really know what is Shabbos, want to give us and what can we absorb from Shabbos and what is Shabbos all about I want to quote before I go into the, the, to the discussion I want to just quote um, how should I say it uh, maybe it was even a, someone who attacked me a very fine wonderful young man about Shuvah the first few years of his life he was completely a secular Jew he became a Baal and today he's a wonderful young man, learns in yeshiva, has a wonderful family. And he once told me as follows, he says, you should know that the religious jury, Yadut HaKharedit, the jury of Torah, owes me something. It's a debt that they owe me. And he says to me, maybe you could pay it, but someone has to pay back this debt. He says, when I was non-religious, and people were you know, many fine people tried to makarif, and they were trying to t- tell me and to convince me to become religious, to become a Yiddish mensch, to become Erlach. And they told me how beautiful it is to learn Torah, how beautiful it is to keep the mitzvahs. And one of the things they told me was how beautiful a Shabbos. They told me about the Shabbos table, about the feeling of Shabbos, the light of Shabbos, the beauty of Shabbos. And, and they pointed such, painted such a beautiful picture of Shabbos Kodesh. And Baruch Hashem became religious because Baruch Hashem I became Ben Teir. And I'm happy and I'm thrilled. But the beauty of Shabbos I didn't see. This debt that they owe me, they promised me. The beauty and the light and the shine and the enjoyment and the love of Shabbos. I Baruch Hashem I have a wonderful family and I have a Shabbos table. But the way they was described the beauty of Shabbos, this I don't find. And... He asks me very simple language, how do we find the beauty of Shabbos? Now, I would like to try to discuss it in practical, practical ways. But first, as I was saying, it's extremely important to understand what is Shabbos and why did Hashem Isbarak give us Shabbos? Now, let me, let, let, me, um, let me start from the beginning. I don't mean the beginning of Shabbos. But the beginning of Yiddishkeit. What I'm going to try to introduce this afternoon, Bezer Hashem, is that as much as Shabbos Kodesh was the crown of the Jewish people and the love of the Jewish people 4,000 years since we came to Har Sinai, I think today in our generations it was never so important to make an emphasis on Shabbos and try to understand Shabbos as today. Now, let me try a little to analyze how I see what is the major problem of today, our Yiddishkeit, which we all today, Baruch Hashem, practice so beautifully. Now, we know that there's a concept of Yeridas Hadiris. We know there's a concept that generations go down and down. Every one of us knows and believes that we are not, we don't have the greatness and the depth and the insight of our forefathers. 
Even Chazal said, Oma Shmuel, I am like vinegar, the son of wine, to my father. My father was much, much greater, much sweeter than I am. I'm like vinegar in comparison to wine. Now, let us try to analyze for a moment. What point, really, did generations change? Today's generation in comparison to 100, 200, 300 years ago. Now, the truth is that we don't know what, what, what used to be. I mean, I can't talk about what it was because I wasn't there. Baruch Hashem, we learn Torah. Baruch Hashem, we keep mitzvahs. I would feel today a Baruch Hashem beautiful. We have all the Hidurim of Tfilin. Our tzitzis, our matzah, our shofar. And Baruch Hashem, our daughters learn Hilchas Shabbos, learn Hilchas Brochas. What really... What really is the crux and the point that we are missing, especially today in our generations? And I would like to tell you what, what, what I think. And I'd like, to, I'd, like to, I'd like to, you know, not try to impose upon you with my, with my ideas, but share. Let's try to share together. If I'm saying, if I'm talking sense, or if I'm just talking, walking up the hill. Let me, let me tell you uh, in the form of a joke. There was a Rosh Hashiva in Chevron, Zechat Tzarek Levrocher, Rabbi Avram Farbstein. He was a, a great Rosh Hashiva. And he was an Israeli, but he was an European originally. But he knew perfect English. When he gave a speech, when he gave a, a lecture, it wasn't like myself. He knew perfect English, he translated every word. I myself have this, uh, have this weakness that I don't know how to translate every word. And by the way, if, I, if anybody doesn't you know, miss a word, please don't, don't be shy. Pick up your hand and I'll try to translate. And once he was saying, he gave a lecture in some place in, in the United States. And after the lecture, a man comes over to him and says, Rabbi, I appreciate your lecture. It was beautiful. I understood every word. There was just one word that you forgot to translate, which I didn't understand. Just one word. HaKadosh Baruch I understood everything. But this word you didn't translate. So I don't know what you meant. Now, this is a beautiful, a beautiful picture. A man heard a lecture, and it was just missing one word, HaKadosh Baruch now I'd like to introduce, and let us, let us think together for a moment. Today, our Yiddishkeit, our Judaism has every beauty and every greatness and every depth. There's a Gavaldika progress in Diktuk B'mitzvahs. Our yeshivas are becoming better, our Baisankas for sure are better. We're just one, missing just one thing. We cultivated a Judaism and we left Hashem out. A Judaism without HaKadosh Baruch now, what I mean is as follows. Of course, all we talk about all day is Hashem. The question is, let us, let us be very, very practical. How real is Hashem in our lives? How real is Hashem? We have families. Our husbands, our wives, our parents, our children are real. My own small self who are talking to you is real. You people listening to me is real. Now, we talk about Hashem. How real is Hashem? Now, let me, let me, let me, try, to, let me try to demonstrate what I'm saying. In our minds, in our minds, if I would tell you people, everyone close their eyes and imagine for a moment this microphone that I'm holding in my hands. I'm holding in my hands a microphone. And if I would tell you a story that this microphone was invented by a, how should I say it, by a, um, a little Mongolian boy in, in, the, in the Negev of, of Hong Kong, you people, you know, you just look at me like, like, like an imbecile. You know, it's, so, it's such a clarity. And you can imagine, you could just, with a clarity, you could imagine that this genius, that there was a human being with genius capacities that invented the, the computer, the microphone. You could see when you when when you see these light bulbs on top, you know you could see you could see the janitor. Well, you could see you could see his dungarees. It's real. How real is the Creator of Hashem, of the world, Hashem is Baruch, in our lives? We talk about Him, Emitz Hashem and Baruch Hashem, and we do His mitzvahs. But how real is Hashem? 
And what capacity is our relationship with Hashem? Now, I just want to, this is not going to be my issue. This is not going to be my issue. But, completely not my issue. But I think you all know that we are in the three weeks. It's Yat Tisha B'Av Thomas. Tisha B'Av is coming. Did you ever notice that we participate really in every Yom Tif of the Jewish calendar? Is there anyone here that doesn't remember that Leil Seder? We ate matzahs. You remember how we ate those matzahs? With venom. We sat back and we just stuffed it in. Remember the four cases? Anybody remember? Now, if we came in, we thought we were going to plant, but we got it in. And the hollow. Remember the shvuas? This side of the mechitza, those blintzes, that side of the mechitza, that night tikkun. You remember the Rosh Hashanah? Did anybody oversleep the key as Shafer? Please raise your hand. Did anybody not come to Shul like Kippur? Is anybody here didn't take a lulav? We Baruch Hashem, we have a hundred percent of participation in every yomtiv besides one, Tisha B'av. I think Hashem should forgive me. From all of Bar Park and Williamsburg and Yerushalayim and Bnei Brak together, if we could gather three ounces of tears, it's a lot and it's beautiful. I still, I'm not such an old man. I still remember in Yerushalayim. People used to mamish weep on Tisha B'av. Did you see anybody? Did you people see anybody weep on Tisha B'av? Cry on Tisha B'av? You know why? Because when you go to a wedding, everyone is dancing. You see someone, you know, he gives, gives the chasen and he's dancing and he says, that must be the, the chasen's best friend. And he says, you know, you know the chasen, of course, he said, he gave me a beautiful invitation. You know, this, you made a mistake. Your chasen is tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it can happen. He's dancing with a chasen. Anyone can dance with a chasen. If you see someone with his nose down, it's probably the, the father of the cow has to pay for the musician. If you go to a funeral and you see someone who's really crying, you know that he's a close relative. Because Tisha B'Av expresses how really close we are to Hashem. How, we, is, how real is Hashem and Hashem's problem? Now, I think every one of us made through situations of, of problems, of stress. Of the, the, and and we, we, know, we know what it means to cry. We know what it means to be bothered. On our own problems, on our close ones' problems. And all those boys and girls with, with, with those boys with, with, with ponytails in the back, with earrings, that's Hashem's children. And Hashem is crying. We don't care because it's not real to us. And Bichlau, when we dab, we talk to Hashem. When we come in the morning and our spouse gives us a glass of coffee with her wife or her husband, we know what it means to say thank you because it's real. And we to say thank you to Hashem. To say thank you to Hashem. Our whole Yiddishkeit is beautiful, but we're missing the reality of a real Hashem in our life. And never was the problem as great as our generation. Because the relationship of Hashem, it says, Because relationship needs privacy. Relationship has to have, has to be, we have to share something together. Never was there a situation in Jewish life we should have so much in our minds and so much in our hearts as our generation. Now I'm going to say a few sentences which you think, you're going to think I'm, I'm bananas. But, but think for a second if I'm, if I'm crazy or not. Our heart is full of love. We love our refrigerator. We love our refrigerator. I never knew how much I love my refrigerator until it got broken. <laughs> now you people have air conditioning in your home I live in the Negev I don't happen to have an air conditioner and it's 100 degrees outside and all of a sudden the refrigerator goes bananas 
I all of a sudden I saw that, that, that I'm in love with my refrigerator. You could be in love with your car. You could be in love with your, with your clothing. You could be in love with magazines. You could be in love with the books. We're in love with a thousand million different things in our life. We never we don't realize it. Because we don't realize we love our children, but we love them. Today our life is so taken up with so many things. We're so busy. There's so many things which are utmost importance for us. I don't have to describe that, I think you know. The way we dress, the way we look. I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't way back, but, you know, people today give away for, for, for you know, to, to, to lose, to lose three ounces of weight. They'll, <laughs> I don't want to say, they'll do anything, you know. <laughs> they'll give away all enjoyments of life just to look slim. That's not a joke. It's a situation, our minds, our hearts are someplace else. So how can we live Hashem? And we don't live Hashem. And that is our problem. And my dear friends, we are in a situation, we are, we're progressing and progressing, at the same time falling and coming further and further away, and who knows where it's going to take us. And that's why we have so many problems. Practically speaking, this is the reason for our problems, and spiritually speaking, it's the reason for our problems. We, 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 we simply cultivated a Yiddishkeit and we left Hashem out of it. Now, what do we do to bring Hashem back into our lives? And this is what I'm going to try and explain to you. That this is the concept of Shabbos. Now please, my dear friends, try to understand what I'm trying to explain. If we want to revive and to return the relationship and the feeling to bring a real Hashem into our lives. There's two ways that it can be done. Now let me explain this. If you have two people, if you have two people that we have a reason we want to get a relationship through them. Let me bring an example. You have a, a man who has a long lost child. Let me... Let's bring a marshal today, you know. 50 years ago, this is something that was, which, which we saw every day. Imagine you have this man, has a long-lost child. And you have a, a, a daddy, and you have a little yankalet, and they're sitting together in the same room. There's no excitement. There's no excitement. You know why? This is a daddy, this is a child. They don't even know... They don't, they don't, whatever the reason might be, they don't know each other. Now... The relationship is between two people. Imagine the father knows that this is my child. And the son doesn't know. It's a situation which we have every day. The son can know it's my father, but he doesn't know what a father is all about. Sometimes it's the opposite. The son knows it's my father, and the father forgets he's busy. Now there's two ways. It's very, very simple. I'm, I'm elaborating in the, in the example which is unnecessary. It can come from the father, it can come from the child. The child can say, Daddy, he doesn't even listen to him. Daddy, doesn't even listen to him. He throws himself on the floor and starts crying. Usually it helps. But not always. Starts stamping his feet. Not always. And he says, Oh, I have a pain in my side. That usually does it. <laughs> in other words, the child can do to revive the relationship of his father. Sometimes it comes the opposite. The little boy doesn't know what it's all about. He's like a pizza, he's in, she's not interested. And the father tries to revive the relationship of the little boy. Now this is very simple. Now, when we want to revive our feeling of a real Hashem, and real means real, like this, like this table. Hashem is real. You know what I mean, real? I don't, I don't, I, I, if, I don't know if, you, if you're with me. <laughs> Let me just tell you a joke. I don't know, I, I love this joke. I love this joke. I don't know why. Maybe you love it too. Uri Zohar, I think you heard the name, he was a radio, uh, uh, television actor who became a Tshuva. He's a, today he's a big Talmud Chochem. And he was a comedian. When he said goodbye to all his uh, non-religious friends, they said, Uri, 
Tagid lana b'dichachana. Tell us one last joke. Uri, tell us one last joke. He went, he went, went to learn to said, I'll tell you a joke. He says, there were two guys, two, two yeshiva boys, riding on a motorcycle, with a yarmulke on their heads, and they're riding on the motorcycle. And the policeman couldn't, didn't like, you know, they, they, they didn't like these, these guys with a yarmulke on their heads. He says, I'm going to follow them, and I'm going to give them a ticket. And he starts following them. And they came to a stop sign, they stop. A red light, they stop. You know, Mavar you know, to let the people cross, they stop. They didn't go even one half a mile above the speed limit. And he followed them for a half an hour. And after half an hour, he says, stops them. He says, you guys, he said, I'm following you for a half an hour. You didn't do anything wrong. How could that be? So they said, what do you mean? God is with us. He says, I got you. You're going to get a ticket. There's three in a motorcycle. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's we have to feel that the street and a motorcycle. That shame was with us. A policeman should give us a ticket. It's it's real. If I'm real, then the one who created me is even more real. And how do we get this feeling and this relationship back? Now there's two ways of doing it. One way of doing it, we have to start concentrating. And we have to start finding Hashem and bringing Hashem into our lives. There's another way of doing it. That Hashem and His side should, should, should penetrate into us holiness and greatness and depth. And with Siyat HaDashmaya, with the help of Hashem, Hashem and His side should look for us. Now let me, exp- let me repeat what I said now. There's two ways we can do it. It can come from our side, it can come from Hashem's side. Now, when it comes from our side, this is really almost all the mitzvahs in the Torah. When it comes from Hashem's side, this is what Shabbos is all about. This is exactly what Shabbos is. Now let me explain to you what is Shabbos. Shabbos in the simple translation, is the day of Hashem. The name Shabbos means Shovas. Shovas means everything stops. We live in a world that everything in this world is a mechitza to Hashem. We go out to work and we see if you work overtime, if you work hard, if you have a little bit of seichel, you have panosim. And if not, if you're a shlemazel, you don't have panosa. If you go to a doctor, you spend an extra $200, you go to someone good, then he's matzliach. If you go to a shlemazel, because you wanted to save a couple of bucks, and then you'll have to pay double. We live in a world. And we live in a world and we see, we see that really we govern the world. We see now, the truth is that this is a chesha, this is a darkness. The world is Hashem's world. We know it and we believe it, but we don't see it. Shabbos is a day that Hashem says, Shabbos, everything should stop. Everything in the world, the whole world should stop. On Shabbos, on Shabbos, we don't, it's, it's not only we don't go to work. It's, it's an expression. You don't go out to work. You don't go into the car. You don't make a phone call. You don't do anything. You live with Hashem. It's a moment of truth. That's what Shabbos is. But really, this greatness, this Kedusha, I think you know the Gemara says that in all holidays, we say a blessing, Baruch Ato Hashem, Mikadesh Yisroel Vahazmani. Because the Jewish people through Bezdin, they are the ones that gave the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh. They said, Mekudosh HaChodesh Mekudosh, which is the Kedusha of the Yom Tev. I don't want to explain this at this moment. But the Gemara says, Yisrael the Mekadshe Hazmanim. And that's why the Kedusha, the holiness of Yom Tev, with all its greatness, really is generated by the Jewish people. By the fact that we keep Rosh Chodesh, by the fact that we eat matzah on Pesach, by the fact that we listen to Tkiyah Shoifer, by the fact that we sit in a sukkah, 
we generate the Kedusha of Yom Tov. And the same is true all mitzvahs. Every holiness in our Torah is man-made. Besides Shabbos. Shabbos, the Gemara says, we don't say Mekadosh Yisrael Shabbos. We say Mekadosh HaShabbos. Because Shabbos was created in Sheshis and Mebreshis. In the seventh day of creation. Shabbos is created by Hashem. Now, Shabbos is a day... Let me try to explain this. That Hashem, on His part, penetrates holiness and Kedusha into the world and looks for us and gives us Siyat HaDashmaya to find Him. Now, on Shabbos, there's a very interesting phenomenon about Shabbos. Every Moed, every Yom Tif, we bring Musafim, if you remember, and one of the most important carbonus is Vesoyer Lechatos. I don't know if you ever noticed, every Yom Tif is a Yom Haddin. Rosh Hashanah is a famous Yom Haddin. Pesach, the Gemara says, Hashem is done, brings judgment on the Tvua, on how much how much wheat, which means, really, that's the essence of our, of our prosperity. And Shavuos on Paris Elon, and Sukkis on Mayim. And when we generate this Kedusha, so we have, what's about our Averis? And that's why we have Sir Lechatas, we worry about our Averis, and, and it's, 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 it's a time that the Jewish people generate greatness. On Shabbos Kodesh, on Shabbos Kodesh, it's very interesting, there's no soil lechatos. There's no mention of chet. The Gemara says that when a Jew comes home from shul and takes a glass of wine and he says, Two malachim come and they put their hands on his head and they say, Who, who created this beauty, this, this cleanliness? Not we, Hashem. Hashem created it. And the carbonus that we bring on Shabbos is Shnei Kovosim B'nei Shona We don't bring Sheva. We don't bring seven Kovosim, which is to, to, to bring beauty to the world. As you know, the world was created in seven days. Shnei Kovosim. There's a Chosin and a Kala. You know what it means, a Chosin and a Kala? A Chosin and a Kala means when a bride and a groom come together under the chuppah. Do you ever see? I think we all see. The bride is dressed in white. You know what white emphasizes? Purity, cleanliness, tzidkis. She's a tzaddikis. By the way, is she such a tzaddikis? Is it true? Is it true? And the chasna is standing there. So beautiful. I don't know in America how it goes, but the Israel, the yeshiva, we're a frack. He's a Rosh Hashiva. See a Rosh Hashiva? And the car looks like a Rosh Hashiva, and he looks like it looks at his color. You know, she's all beautiful, all pure. It's a moment that, that they they forget. I'm not to say it. That's how Hashem looks at us on Shabbos. Hashem comes to our Shabbos table. Hashem sees us with every purity, with every beauty. Mekadesh has Shabbos. There's no mention of Chet on Shabbos. And on Shabbos, we sit by a Shabbos table going to Halacha. We don't talk Dvorim Betelim. We don't talk Lashon Hara. That's the Halacha, by the way. And we're all dressed up. I remember it used to bother me. You see a fellow mechanic. All his all week's time, he's, he's greasy and he's wearing dungarees. And he chaps around in Mincha. On Shabbos, Kodesh puts on a streimel. Weiss is zocken. Used to bother me. My dear friends, is he a phony? He's not a phony. On Shabbos, he's a Hasidic Shadabit. Who made him such a tzaddik? Hashem. Hashem on Shabbos recreates us, brings us above everything. Shovas. But Hashem be practical. You know, you know, all week, you know what I look like all week, you know what I you know. Shovas, everything stops. Everything stops. This is Hashem's day. Who who generates this greatness? Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. I mentioned many times in these seminars, Baruch Hashem, so many times. 
The Ramban says Shabbos Kodesh is a base Hamigdosh. What was base Hamigdosh? Base Hamigdosh. When Shlomo Hamelech, when Shlomo Hamelech built the base Hamigdosh, and he set up in the Kodesh Hakadosh, in the Holy of Holies, those two Kruvim, like a little boy and a little girl. And the Gemara says that Shlomo HaMelech set them up not facing each other, not hugging each other, but a little on the side. Because by nature, we can't live and embrace with Hashem. You have to go out to work. You have to go out to the fields. You have to go to the office. You have to go. You have to work. You have to bring parnasa. Of course, you have shachos, you have milch, you have mariv. But by nature, Shlomo Hamelech set up those kruvim a little on the side. But when Regal came, and all the Jewish people came to the base Hamigdash, the kruvim were hugging each other. And Chazal Akdashim tell us that when the, the Jewish people came to the base Hamigdash, they opened up the parochis, and the Jewish people saw till Kodesh Hakadoshim. And they say, look how Hashem loves you. Like, like a chos and kala hugging each other, ponim el ponim, face to face. That was the base hamigdosh, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the most holy moments. If you want to know, my dear friends, what is, what is the definition of Shabbos Kodesh? Daria Kodesh says these words. He says, Shabbos Kodesh, and Beis HaMikdosh has one definition. When there was a Beis HaMikdosh and the Jewish people came to the Beis HaMikdosh, they walked into Hashem's house. It was a moment of ponim el ponim. It was a moment of, of, of embrace between every Jewish person Hashem is Barach. And that's what Shabbos Kodesh is. It's a moment of ponim el ponim. It's a moment of face to face. It's a kiss to Hashem. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is. And this we say, Shavas, everything stops. But Hashem, you know, I know myself, Shavas. But I had a whole week, Shavas. Forget everything. Yeah, but I have over, you know, my bank account, Shavas. But, but I, you, know, you know, I'm going to come, Sunday morning is going to come, Shavas. It's 24 hours of, of, of embrace and a kiss to Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. And I always mention that's why every beauty you have in the Beis Hamikdash you have in Shabbos Kodesh. I think you know that in the Beis Hamikdash there was big day Kohuna. and in Shabbos Kodesh we have big day Shabbos because clothing expresses the person. Big day Kohuna means it's it, it, when, when you dress up, you know it's 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 a completely different situation. This big day Shabbos in the Beis Hamikdash every Jew participated in a menorah. We have the, the candles of Shabbos. I think you know that the menorah had two mitzvahs. Hatova Saneris and Hadloka Saneris. Prepare the menorah and to light the menorah, to kindle the menorah. And the husband of Pisoid, he's the one who's supposed to prepare the menorah, to shine the candlesticks. And to prepare the wicks, prepare the candles, and the wife, she's the queen that lights the menorah. In the base Hamikdash, there was a shulchan. We have a Shabbos table. In the Beis Hamikdash, it was Bechak Teres. That there should be a delicious atmosphere. There should be a good smell in the Beis Hamikdash. And in Shabbos, there is a special halacha of Sholem Bayes. Not to get angry in Shabbos. The Talmud Veris says, even in times when it's a mitzvah to get a little angry, to raise your voice, of course, not inside, on your children, not on Shabbos. Shabbos should be a 100% delicious atmosphere. In the Beis Hamikdash, it was a kir on a kano. There was a mitzvah to wash your hands and feet before you walk into the base Hamikdash. And there's a mitzvah to wash ourselves before we walk into Shabbos. Every beauty of the base Hamikdash you find in Shabbos Kodesh. Because that's what Shabbos is. But who created this base Hamikdash? When we walk into the base Hamikdash, we don't generate the Kedush of the base Hamikdash. When Hashem told Meshur Rabbeinu, V'osuli Mikdash v'shachanti b'seichom. So the Gemedrash says, Meshur Rabbeinu says, Yibbeinu shaloylam, Hen ha-shamayim u-shmei ha-shamayim lo-yechal kolucha. 
How can you say that you rested in our base Amigdash? Heavens and heavens and heavens cannot encompass you. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered, What do you care? You make ten crushes, ten boards on the Mizrach, twenty boards on the Tzafayim, twenty boards on the, on the Dorim. And I will leave Shemayim, Shemei HaShemayim. And I will leave HaKisei HaKovet and I will Sheikh in my Shechina. Because on Hashem there's no questions. Hashem can do whatever He wants. And Hashem is Sheikh in His Shechina. He brings His presence into the base HaMikdosh. And that's what happens every Shabbos. But the point I'm trying to bring out that Shabbos is not something that we create. Shabbos is 100% Hashem creating. This is the day that Hashem is looking for us. And penetrating towards us and on his part filling us up with Kedusha there's just one thing that we have to do Psach Picho open your mouths and I will fill it up in other words we have to be willing to absorb the Shabbos the problem is we don't want Shabbos we do, are we willing to, 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 to really to spend so much time just with Hashem Excuse for the expression. The Beis Hamikdash itself. Why did we lose the Beis Hamikdash? We didn't want the Beis Hamikdash. Let's not go into it at this moment. But we have to want Shabbos. We have to want to revive the reality and the relationship with the real Hashem is Barach. And we have to. We have to be. We have to be. We have to realize that we are receiving this. Because if you get something and you throw it away, you're not going to get it. And that's why the mitzvah is Zohar Esyem HaShabbos. Just remember that it's Shabbos. When Shabbos comes in, if we don't know that it's Shabbos, if, we don't, if, we, if we're, not, we're not there to receive the Shabbos, then the Shabbos won't give us anything. Now, let me try to, practically speaking, come back to everything I had said. What I was trying to introduce in this, this lecture, again, I tried to put in several points of, of Hislavas, you know, just to get us excited about Shabbos. But let us talk what, really what I'm trying to bring out. What I'm trying to bring out is as follows. We, in this generation, what we are missing most, in my opinion, is that we're missing the relationship and the reality of the closeness and the presence of a real Hashem. This will be discussed in Brazil in his nusach, and I'll say it in my nusach. But when we, we have a problem, you know, we, we, know, we know who to talk to. Just two days ago, I was in Yushalayim. Over here, it's the middle of the summer vacation, but, the, but the, there's Israel, the summer vacation starts a little later. And the American boys are running around, you know, they're without a head, you know, they're thinking about the camps, thinking about... I walked out of Zichur Moshe, and a very beautiful American Shiva boy comes over to me. And he says, what should I do? I, should, I want to get back my, 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 my slavis, my asmodel. How do I get it back? He asked me, how do I get it back? So I smiled at him. Well, I'm going to tell him what to do. I mean, he, he knows good well what to do. So then I said, you know, I said, why are you talking to me? She says, I, you know, I know you. I hear your lectures. He says, why are you talking to me? I said, why are you talking to me? What do you want from me? I just said it was such simplicity because it says maybe you have a good idea. She says I said you don't have you don't have who to talk to, you don't have who to ask, you don't have who to speak to. Talk talk out your heart to Hashem. Talk out your heart to Hashem. You going to have a today? Talk out your heart. I say Hashem, this is my problem. I say I said you know you're Jewish, you're Shiva Bachar. Baruch Hashem, you took this. You heard Rosh Hashanah. You heard you heard three thousand kailas of of Shoifer. You took twenty five asragim. And you ate 25 kazesim of, of matzah. This is beautiful. I'm not trying to, to belittle it. But you daven, you daven shachras? She said, yeah, I daven shachras. She said, what is shachras all about? I told him. Talk to Hashem. That's our problem. Hashem is not real. We have to find Hashem. Now what I'm trying to introduce in this lecture is that there's one day a week that Hashem, on His part, 100% on His part, is looking for us. It's a day that Hashem showers us with holiness, with Kedusha. But what we have to do, practically speaking, is be in a position to absorb this Kedusha. 
Now, when we pick up a magazine on Shabbos, if we sit around and talk about the stars on Shabbos, if we talk stand for Embetalem on Shabbos, then we just close up. That's what we have to do. Zohar es yoyim ha-Shabbos. We come home, we should remember that it's Shabbos. We should remember that it's a Shabbos table. We should remember that there's a real Hashem sitting at the head of this table. We should remember that Chazal tell us that Hashem paid for this lavish feast. You know why He paid? Because it's His base Hamikdash. There's no reason why He shouldn't pay. He pays for it. I think you all know the Gemara says, Hashem and Rosh Hashanah says, designates to every person have this, this amount and this amount and if you, if you go over, then you go into debt. And the Gemara says, if you spend extra lavishly for Shabbos, Lovo Alai Pereya. Hashem says, I'll pay for it. Why does Hashem pay for it? Because it's His base from English. Why shouldn't He pay for it? It's absolutely deserving that He should pay for it. Zohar Rosh Hashabbos. Sit by a Shabbos table. And you open a seat and it says, Dohi Suda Sudatiko Kaddisha. Then you're delicious. Realize you're a guest on Hashem's table. That's how you supposed to sit by a Shabbos table. And 24 hours, realize that this is Hashem's day. 24 hours, this is Hashem's day. That's what Shabbos is all about. Everything which is not Torah, it's a day of privacy, it's a kiss, it's a day of Yichud, it's a Cheda Yichud. A magazine, a newspaper, politics, everything, practically speaking, everything which is not Hashem, it's interfering in this kiss, in this yichud, this ponim al-ponim, in this kodesh hakadosh, that's what Shabbos is. It's ponim al-ponim, kodesh hakadosh. It's a moment of privacy. It's very interesting that it's a minig, it's a custom, it's not a halochim. But many have this minig that when Shabbos comes in, you say shira shira. Now, first of all, let me try to say why it's a custom. Why isn't it? Why isn't it a chiyuv? Because Shir Hashirim expresses what it means when Shabbos comes in. Just like, I think you all know, sometimes when our parents come to visit us, someone, someone, a, a guest comes, you give a kiss. Shabbos comes, Hashem, Hashem, Hashem arrived. Yishakenim and Yishiko Ispil. And that's why it can't be a mitzvah. Because if a kiss is a mitzvah, it's not a kiss. You know, you tell a little boy, you better kiss your mama, you're also, beat you up. Oy vavoy to that kiss. A kiss has to be from your own heart. But there's something very interesting about a kiss. You know something very interesting about a kiss. When someone wants to spill love, we could spill love on several together. Imagine someone wants to bring a treat to his children. He brings a big pizza pie. And he comes and says, Kinders, I bought you a pizza pie. You should know that Tati loves you. And you take the pizza pie, you put it on the table. You, you express love to all your children together. It's even possible to hug two little children together. A kiss is always at a one-to-one basis. It has to be a moment of privacy. That's what Shabbos is. Hashem and only Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. Everything which is not Kedusha, Practically speaking, everything which is not closest to Hashem, and Hashem doesn't want us to have an old Shabbos. We should eat on Shabbos, we should drink on Shabbos. Like a chosen kal and a chedah yichud, they eat together, they drink together. But it should be with Hashem. But something which is not with Hashem, to read a newspaper, to read magazines, talk about the news, talk about anything which is not Kedusha, this interferes the privacy and the holiness of Shabbos. But what is the gain that we will get from Shabbos? Not this Kiddush that we generate. What we get from Shabbos is Mikadesh HaShabbos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on His part, He spills on us every Kiddush. And I would like, it's very hard for me to, you know, to talk really very practical. But I could, 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm a very small person, but I, I, I would say, I, I, I guarantee, try several Shabbosas. Spend 24 hours. Don't do anything besides acts of Kedusha. You don't have to generate a lot of Kedusha. I'm not saying that I would say a lot of Tehillim. But it's not as important what we do because Hashem does it. What we don't do. We shouldn't do anything which interferes the Kedusha. Many of the people sitting here already heard, heard, heard this, this episode which, which I saw with my own eyes. I love to say it all because it's so, it's so illustrating. I think you know I am Kippur. I always, everyone has his appreciation. The moment that I personally most appreciate him Kippur, the most beautiful moments, when the whole Tzibur falls current. Four times I am Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah once, everyone falls. It's, it's, it's a beautiful moment. And today I myself am a Chazah, I've been many years already. It's a beautiful moment. I think you know there's a problem here in America. It's a smaller problem because we don't have stone floors in Israel. It's a very big problem. And it's a lot of material. It's much forbidden to, to, to kneel and to, to fall on your face on a stone, even, even for Hashem. Only in the base of Migdash. So our custom is that we give out, you know, they put out papers or towels, whatever it is, and they put out and they, they fall, the people fall down. I was once in a shul, I'm telling you, it's a true story. And they gave out papers, and it was, they didn't have the brown paper, they gave out newspapers, New York Times. I saw it myself. They gave out the papers. And this, this fellow falls up and is reading the news. So if you'd say to him, you know, Rabid, what are you doing? He says, what do you think? It's the New York Mirror? It's the New York Times. Of course the New York Times, but now, he says, show me Hashem, mefoyrosh. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Shabbos Kodesh is Hashem's name. It's a moment of Kedusha v'tayra. It's a 24-hour moment of a kiss to Hashem Yisbarach, upon him, upon him. And Hashem on his part will spill us every beauty and we, 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 we're busy reading the news. We're, 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 just, we're, just, we're just not there. And that's what practically people have to do. Spend 24 hours with Hashem. If we can't generate that, that holiness, don't worry. Wait. Hashem will do it for you. That's what Shabbos is about. But don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Those long Shabbos afternoons, don't take the, you know, the walk and just plop her out. Don't ruin it. Spend the time Eat with Hashem. Drink with Hashem. Zohar Hashem Hashem. Remember that it's Hashem's day. And as I began, and I will, with this I will conclude, I think never was there a generation that it's important for us to really try to revive the greatness of Shabbos in our generation. Because the Zohar Kodesh says Talmud Chochem is always Shabbos. What's a Talmud Chochem? Seven days a week he's with Hashem. And our, our, our ancestors, they, they lived all, they had, they, all week there was Shabbos. And today we're so far from Shabbos. We have so much in our minds, so much in our hearts. There's so much in our life. In modern generations, so much in our life. We have our refrigerators and our cars and our computers and our careers. And our styles and our diets and our, and our, and our foods and our every, everything. Everything today is a science. Today everything is science. Today little children, professors, everything is beautiful. You should see them on the computer. You should see them on the... It's gewaldic. Our, our hearts are full. Our minds are full. Our lives are full. We have time and room for everything besides for Hashem. And Hashem says, one day a week give me. Shovas. Shovas. Stop everything. But Hashem, if I stop everything, but, but my heart is full. Hashem says, let me take over. That's what Shabbos is. That's Hashem's day. He takes over. And Hashem produces on Shabbos. Mekadish Shabbos. You know who keeps Shabbos? I think you know the Gemara says the Gehenim keeps Shabbos. The Gehenim isn't very holy. Maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be there. <laughs> the Gemara says Nahar Sambatim keeps Shabbos. The Nahar Sambatim is not a Hasidah Shayit. 
It's in the nature because it's Hash- it comes from Hashem. The only one who doesn't keep Shabbos is those who reject the Shabbos. Practically speaking, that's what we have to do on Shabbos. We have to get used to spending these 24 precious hours and let Hashem produce. Let Hashem kaviyoch, let Hashem do it. Zohar esyem hashabbos. Shomar esyem hashabbos. Be careful with the Shabbos day. Know how precious it is. Precious it is. Not because you generate its greatness, because Hashem generates its greatness. By nature, Hashem forgets everything. Show us. We forget and Hashem forgets. And then Shabbos comes in all of a sudden, there's a chosn kali, shakenim in the shikos pihu. And then we receive the Shabbos. Why do we receive the Shabbos? Why don't we receive the Yom Tov? Because, because Yom Tov, we have to generate the Yom Tov. But Shabbos, we don't have to do it. Hashem comes. So we say thank you to Hashem. Shalom Aleichem Hashem. We receive the Shabbos. And that's the precious, the most burning moments of Shabbos. When we receive the Shabbos. And then all these 24 hours, Shavas, let us remember that it's Shabbos. And let us try to absorb what Shabbos is telling us. What Shabbos is telling us is that this world is a cover-up. But really there's a true, real Hashem who is close to us, who created us, who sustains us, who we can talk to, who answers us, who we can find relationship in life. That's what Shabbos is teaching us. And then tomorrow night, Bezer Hashem, when, when it comes to Havdola, we malava the Shabbos. Malava the Shabbos, we escort the Shabbos. You know what escort the Shabbos is? We say to Shabbos, you're not going anyplace. Well, I'm going along with you. We take along the Shabbos to all of the week. That's what Shabbos Kodesh is called, Ma'en Habrach, is the Mayan. Mayan means the fountain of all blessings. Because Shabbos Kodesh really is the fountain. It's the source where all Kedusha, all holiness. What do we find on Shabbos? What are we supposed to find on Shabbos? Hashem, our dear God, our Hashem, our Creator, our Bori Oilam, our Hashem. That's what we have to find on Shabbos. And we find Him on Shabbos, we'll take Him with us for all the week. Hashem should help us with the holiness of Shabbos.